she has a past and a story. She's been through a lot and has a lot to say. She is tired of being in a cage. She notices the doors open and is finally ready to break free. Join me, Karina Garcia, as I share the different things that may hold you captive to an enslaved mindset where you were really never meant to stay and you were really never meant to be in. Life is hard. Choices do have consequences, both good and bad. But love is real, and it's true. Jesus Christ always provides a way out. Hola, and welcome to She Breaks Free and She Believes podcast. I'm your host, Karina Garcia. Have you ever gotten home and realized you don't know how you got there? I don't mean you blacked out or you weren't paying attention, you know, and um, you were dropped off by somebody. I mean, have you ever just arrived home, parked your car, and then stopped to think how many lights were red, how many lights were green, how many stops, like, how did, okay, I guess I'm home. There are many times that we may be living on autopilot and not even realizing that there's so much that we're leaving behind because our vision is so focused on the to-dos and not focused on living out the faith that God called us to live by. How many times have you seen yourself arrive home and wonder, how did I get here? In today's episode, we will discuss this and find out more about why it's important to not always be an autopilot. So we're talking about being on autopilot. I think for the most part, You may be familiar with the term autopilot because of cruise control in your car. You are driving a long distance and your feet hurt and your back hurts and your body hurts and you adjust yourself and then you realize, oh, okay, the speed hasn't changed. It's going to be about 55, 60 for a few miles, so I'll just set it on cruise control. So you set the cruise control and you move your foot and you kind of give your legs a little break and you know, you just pay attention to the road. Keep your hands on the wheel, but you're a little bit more relaxed. Well, we can do the same with our lives. I know there's been many times when I get home and I stop back and I realize, wait, I just got home and I was just at the store or at work or wherever. How am I here? I, I mean, I know that I drove there. I know that I left where I was and my destination was home. But how did I get here? I don't recall at that moment my journey in driving to my home, my journey in getting to my destination. I just arrived and now it's on to the next thing. But autopilot isn't always healthy because think about life. If we lived it completely on autopilot, then you run the risk of not having the moments of appreciating what's in front of you, reflecting what you've gone through, Thanking God for what he's given you, including his love, his presence, his word, his truth, his grace, his mercy, your family, you know, everything else that you have that is tangible or, or untangible, but you, you don't have that moment to pause and reflect because you're just on autopilot. Then that can skew things because then we get caught in the, I have all these things to do that we forget there are people that are attached or tied to every aspect of what we do. Whether that's at home, I have to make dinner, I have to wash the dishes, I have to do laundry, then I have to fold it and put it away, make sure the kids have their laundry to put away. Then I have to make the bed because I didn't have time this morning. Then I have to think about what am I going to do tomorrow. Okay, I have, 
that's all task oriented. And yes, every task that we complete or we want to complete is for the betterment of our home, of our family, of ourselves, of our coworkers, of our boss, of whatever it is that we're connected to or with. But that doesn't mean that we're fulfilling the need to be there for people. You can get so caught up in all of the chores you have to do that you may forget that your child walked in, said, hey, mom, I'm home. And you said hi quickly and quick kiss or how was school? And they tell you the story. And then before you know it, they're done. And you're like, okay, you just nodded. But do you truly remember what happened? Did you truly give them the undivided attention to be in their world for that moment, to grasp what they're trying to tell you? Or were you so much on autopilot that you didn't even realize that you didn't hear what they said? That can happen so frequently. I know it's happened to me before, especially sadly when my son starts talking about video games or YouTube videos. Oh, and this guy said this and this happened and he tried this. And because my mind knows it's a YouTube video and it's probably not real and it's just, you know, to me, non-educational necessarily, I can tune it out, kind of like lower his volume, even though he's still talking and I'm looking at him and I can throw, oh, okay. But then when he's done, if I stop to reflect, I'm like, what did he tell me? Or if later he'll be like, mom, did you tell dad what I told you about so-and-so? I'm like, no, but you want to tell him? And I feel horrible because he doesn't know I wasn't paying attention to him. For all he knows, I nodded, I looked his way, and I put a word in here or there, but that was about it. Like, he thinks mom's listening. How many times do people think you're actually listening to pay attention? You're listening to understand. But if you're on autopilot, you're honestly, like the saying says, it goes one in one ear and out the other. Like, you're not really giving them the attention that they need. You're not fully grasping the concept of connecting with another person and see that can become a risk when we look at life life is is not eternal and sometimes we live as if it was and as if we're going to be here for so many years maybe we will maybe we won't but at the end of the day we can't pretend like we're living a life that never ends for us we have to embrace every single day, not living it fearfully of, oh my gosh, what if tomorrow doesn't come? That's not what I'm referring to. What I'm referring to is pay attention to what's in front of you. Try to wake up your mind when it tries to go to autopilot. Try to be more aware of the people around you. Try to understand more the time you have with the Lord in his presence. Try to remember that the sacrifice that Jesus Christ made was for you and for a purpose. It wasn't to give you a life that was eternal, never ending on suffering. It was to remind you that he chose to take upon your sin and the sin of the world to grant you freedom, to grant you grace and mercy and love so that you may love others and through your faith in him, bring others to his feet to know the father. So not taking that for granted means being intentional and reflecting on it, being intentional and reflecting on the love that we get to share with those around us and that he shares so freely with us every single moment of our lives. Today, a friend of mine passed away and, and it caught me off guard because I wasn't expecting it. Um, I went to school with her in junior high. I was not super close to her, but I was close enough to her that I knew her, that I would talk to her, that she was somebody that would hang out in our group every now and then that my closer best friends knew. And I you know, was able to bump into her in church again a few years ago and 
you know, she shared with me just some things that she had been struggling with, but how God was so faithful and she was beginning to believe in him and see him for who he was and for who he said she was. And she was connecting to the women's ministry and she was so present and grateful. I remember the last time we spoke, she told me that she honestly doesn't know what her life would have been like if she had not connected to the Lord and to the women that were there. Because now at every gathering that they had, she was a part of, whether she needed a ride or not, she made sure she was present. She provided what she could with what she had. She didn't have an abundance of funds, but she had an abundance of love. And she didn't keep that to herself. She shared that freely. She was always vulnerable about where she was in life and the struggles that she had, not because she was playing the violin and seeking people to feel sorry for her, but because she was truly walking her healing journey to understand that it's okay to raise a white flag and be vulnerable with others that care for you because they want to be there for you. They want to pray with you. They want to intercede for you. They want to celebrate with you. They want to hold you when you feel like you just need to be held or you just want to cry. And when I saw the message, I was just in shock. Honestly, I was in shock. And my husband's like, are you okay? And I told him what happened. And he hugged me and I shed tears. But more than feeling just the dear sadness for her and her, for her kids and her family, her friends, the people that knew her, it was just that moment of pause. Stop living on autopilot and realize that your life is not eternal here on earth. It will be in heaven and that's what we look forward to, but yet we're not there yet. We're here now. And while we're here, are we really walking out our faith? Are we truly living our faith as as Jesus mentions in Matthew 7 when he's having the Sermon on the Mount and he's talking to them about those that will say they have faith but truly don't live it and truly don't carry it in their heart and how when they come towards him and when they try to come to him like, oh Lord, I knew you and I, I, I did all these things for you and I prophesied for you, Father, He's going to say, I don't know you. You're unknown to him. I don't even want to know what that feels like to consider being unknown to the father because I truly didn't live out the faith that he asked me to live in, a true faith. Now, that doesn't mean perfection. That doesn't mean that I'm so religious that I follow all the to-dos and the don'ts and I don't do anything that, no, that just means he gives us grace. But that to me means you don't take for granted what he's done for you. You don't take for granted the choice you have every day to live out your faith, which means you love on people, you care for people, you remain obedient to the Lord's will for your life and not do only what you want. Therefore, your flesh takes over and your spirit man's at rest because I'm on autopilot and this is how I function. No, like you're cheating yourself from so much because you're on autopilot. You're not eternal. Life is short and you need to live it on purpose and with purpose and intention. I mean, we've talked about how he created you with that purpose and intention. You're here for a reason and it's for a season. It's not forever, but are you truly living out your true faith in your heart, deep within your heart? Can you truly say that you love the father, that he is Lord in your life, that you fear him because he is your creator, that you want to do every day what you can to abide in him and him abide in you, that you're not trying to fake your faith, but you're trying to find the path that is narrow to him and seek him wholeheartedly 
and allow him to uproot in you whatever is within you that's not of him. Because sin is sin regardless of it looking a certain way or not. He already tells us in his word what it is. There's a definition. There are examples. There are analogies. There are stories. There's nothing that we can say what we didn't know. Because, okay, lack of knowledge is real. But once you know, you can't live as if you don't know. Again, that's living on autopilot. Well, I got to this point in my life and I, I don't know how, but I'm here. Okay, that happened. But you know what the Lord says, right? You know his, his heart for you, right? You know that your heart hurts for people that hurt just like his heart hurts. So what are you going to do about it? Are you seeking him wholeheartedly every day and every moment in every way? Or are you just on autopilot? Just put it on cruise control. Keep your hands on the steering wheel, your eyes on the road, rest your legs, and let the car go. We can trust in him and we can allow the Holy Spirit to guide us and take us and lead us. But we are responsible to walk out our own faith. Man, and I know right now it seems like I'm just telling you guys all these things and do all this and aren't you doing it? I'm not trying to bring a, you know across any type of condemnation or guilt to anybody. Trust me, I'm not perfect in any way whatsoever. I'm, I'm preaching to the choir and I'm listening to myself and I'm listening to what what's being shared because I too know that I have to be intentional every day in my walk in those moments where I fall back on autopilot or where I may let my emotions get the best of me or where I may let my flesh overcome my spirit and I have to remember no this is not a fruit of the spirit this is a work of the flesh therefore I don't want this I have to be intentional to reflect on my life on my thinking on my mindset on my emotions I have to be okay to feel what I feel. I have to be okay to share what I'm experiencing with him, with other people that I trust that are close to me, that are not going to just sit and lick my wounds with me, but are going to hold me accountable to what I've already told him I want to do for my life and for him. I can't just pray with my kids and tell them to believe in the Lord and that the Lord is faithful and that he loves them and that he sees them and that he's for them and not against them. If I don't believe that for myself, I have to try to believe that until I get to the point where I actually do believe it for what it is. I've seen his faithfulness in my life. I've seen him walk me back to a moment of a very difficult time in my life and, and walk me through that healing. And I'm still walking a healing journey. I'm not done. I don't think we'll ever be done. But it's beautiful to be able to know his love so tangibly in every aspect. And, and when you're on autopilot, when you're on cruise control, can you really feel that love tangibly? I mean, again, if, you're, if your husband or your wife are talking to you and you're just nodding your head and you're like, uh-huh, okay, cool. And then later you're like, how come you didn't tell me that was going to happen? I did. We had a cool conversation. You don't remember? Well, no, you didn't tell me. You weren't paying attention. You weren't listening. You were on autopilot. You're not listening to what the Lord's trying to tell you. You're on autopilot. You're not realizing that there are people that are crossing your path that he's sending your way because they need of the fruit that you provide because you're on autopilot. You're constantly going in circles wondering, why is this cycle not ending? Why am I back here? Why does this keep happening? Maybe you're on autopilot. Maybe you haven't stopped to reflect on, Lord, if I've been trying to do this in my own strength, am I really being obedient to your will for my life? 
Am I truly walking out the faith that I say I have in you to so many people? Or am I just sitting here running on autopilot, hoping that I get to tomorrow and then seeing what tomorrow brings? And like I said, don't get me wrong. It's not about perfection. There are moments when I have to remind myself after a couple of days of feeling off. Why am I off? What's going on, Lord? Okay, what what did I miss? What is going on that I didn't catch? What do you see that I don't? Reveal to me, Father, what is not in alignment with you. Holy Spirit, let me see what you see. Give me eyes to see as you see. What did I miss? It just happened a couple of days ago where I felt, and I'm going to be completely vulnerable with you guys, I felt like I was being distant from my husband and I didn't understand why. Why am I being distant? Like he didn't do anything. Did he do anything? And I'm sitting there reflecting like, no, it was me. Why? Maybe I'm hormonal. Maybe I'm PMSing because my unwanted monthly friend's going to visit soon. I know TMI. What's going on? You know, trying to think first logically. And then I just stop and I'm like, okay, God, it's not logical. Okay, Holy Spirit, show me what it is. What's going on? Why am I distant? And then I literally told myself the next morning because I was so tired and I found a comfy spot in bed. And I said, good night, babe. I love you. Have sweet dreams. And I fell asleep. And then I woke up and I was like, Lord, how dare me? How dare me think I could go to sleep without kissing him goodnight? Like, no. Like, what is wrong with me that I'm taking for granted this man that works so much to provide for us so that I could be home to provide for our kids, to be available for the kids, that if you would know my kids, you would see the change, especially in our, our teenager, and how she's come out of her shell so much more, and she's such more so much more talkative than she used to be. But I'm available to her. And she sees that and she knows that and he sees that. Therefore, he'll work 20 hours of overtime and he'll work as much as he needs to so that we don't need, so that we don't lack, so that we have, so that I can continue to do what God's called me to do and be available for my family and share with you guys whatever I feel the Lord needs me to share. Because why do I do this? Why did I start a podcast? Not because I want you guys to hear the sound of my voice, but because I feel that there's a message that God has for people that are that will be able to hear it through his messenger, which is me. But if I don't do this, if I don't dare try, if I don't dare do, I don't know who's been praying, seeking him, asking him, and that they'll hear what they need through a message they hear in my podcast or through a message they hear in my study or through something I post on social media or through a prayer I have with somebody like or an interaction you don't know the divine encounters and the divine moments that may happen when the Lord sends them your way if you're not willing to put yourself out there in obedience to Him. Again, being on autopilot will get you to your destination, but you're missing out on the entire journey. You didn't see the clouds. You didn't see the sun. You didn't hear the birds chirping. You didn't see the birds that were trying to pick at each other because um, they, you know, whatever they're doing, you didn't see because you're so focused on the destination that you're missing out on the beautiful journey. I encourage you today. Don't miss out on the journey. Don't forget to reflect. Don't forget to live out your true faith and shake yourself off when you're on autopilot because guys, this life is not eternal. We live this life once. And we want to make sure that we live this life according to his will. We want to make sure that we seek him daily. 
that we love our family, we love those that are around us, that we give an opportunity for those that don't know him to come to know him. And if it's through our divine encounter or appointment with them, why would we tell God he can't use us at that point? So I encourage you today, seek him. Let him seek you. Let him search your heart. Let him find within you what part is still being led by the flesh and what part needs to be able to come back to the spirit. Let him point out to you what characteristics in your life are not a part of who he created you to be. What things within you you need to release and finally give up to him so that he can show you that there's freedom. So that he can show you that there's mercy. So that he can show you that his love is for you too. Not just for the other person at church or for the pastor or for the people you believe are holier than thou. It's not about that. It's about your heart. It's about your faith. It's about your fruit. Dare to spend some intimacy with Christ. Fear the Lord. Reflect on your life. Focus on people. Walk out your true faith. And love others truly. Forgive. Let go of bitterness. Let go of anger. Forgive. Forgive yourself. Forgive others. And stop trying to equate the works of the flesh or your to-do tasks with your faith and with what the Lord's asking of you. There's a rhythm to it all. But your first and foremost focus should be Him. Are you ready? Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of She Breaks Free and She Believes podcast. I truly hope that you're able to begin to break free from lies, misconceptions, doubt, unbelief, and anything else that keeps you from living this one life to the fullest according to what God has placed in your heart and woven you in your mother's womb to do. I pray that his love abides in you and that you never forget that his joy is your strength and that you have purpose and are here with intention. Make sure you subscribe so you can stay updated with the latest episodes. And if you choose to connect further with me, head to connect.to forward slash Karina Garcia. That's K-O-N-E-C-T dot T-O forward slash K-A-R-I-N-A-G-A-R-C-I-A. God bless you.